Oh god, I'm not ready. I'm ready. Why are you not ready? I'm fighting angels. <clears throat> Maybe you should stop fighting angels and get ready, because it's time. It's time? What time is I it, Aaron? Angels, it's just one it's angel. time for... It's oh, time wait, to what discuss time is it? What's sports. Time I don't know why I have an accent this, right whatever there. This is. It's time, time for to the discuss podcast. all the sports. How about oh, them fuck. Patriots? We're going to discuss. All right, I need Let's to get not. like some fucking spreadsheets out and some like data because I got nothing. I heard the Patriots <laughs> won, so that's good. Good job, Alex, Patriots. No well, one likes the Patriots. Everybody likes the Patriots. My mom likes the Patriots. Lots Patriots like are the, the worst. Like my whole family's from New England, dude. Yeah. I know. Which is why none of us really like you that much. Well, I like him. <laughs> oh, and you don't have to lie. <laughs> okay. Hey, Kansas City's still in, right? Yeah, well, they're playing actually right now. So, when they lose to whoever uh, they're playing against. Steelers. Uh, they're, they're not going to lose. lose. They're not going to lose. Steelers. They're not going to lose. Steelers? Yeah, yes. probably against the Steelers. They're not going to lose. That's just... That's the answer. They're not going to lose. They're going to win. Then they get nice. to play against the Patriots, right? Uh, Which they'll definitely yes. lose to. No. I don't think they play against Patriots next. I don't know who they play against. They're I on that don't side. Know. Isn't this they're podcast about video AFC. games and like technology? And they're on the AFC, right? Certainly not sure. what we decide to talk about, Owen. I'm pretty sure the Patriots are video game players. You know what? They were the maidens. <laughs> I mean, we're has talking anybody... about Madden 17. Yeah. How <laughs> funny would it be if all of those guys actually played the Madden games? Sure, they do. They're like playing only as themselves. Dude, wouldn't you, you though? Utter satisfaction <laughs> yeah. of playing as yourself. Are you like, watch this. Speaking well, then of... it'd be it'd be like so unsatisfying when you go from playing as yourself in a video game, and then you go to play in the real game, and you throw an interception. Whereas in the video game, you threw like some ninety-yard hail mary, and it was amazing. Well, speaking of you know uh, football and technology and cool shit that's happening in the world, have you guys heard about the uh, um, eye of the player cam that's coming to the next Super Bowl? What? They're gonna put helmet cams in? No! So this is this is what it is. And this is actually really fucking cool. So I think it's just the quarterback's going to have a like small cam on his head, but it's not to record like his vision what it does is it tells because the location yeah it tells the location of where all of the other players are and then all of the other cameras in the um in the stadium are recording like the plays and everything so then intel has like some crazy software where it figures out the location all of the different angles from all of the cameras and then makes a 3d model of everything that's happening on the field they yeah. did that they did that with uh, baseball first um major league baseball they did that i think they called it like the 3d or whatever where they like they could show a hit and then be like they back it up and then they like change angle to some obscure angle but because they had so many video cameras capturing the same thing, they could just maneuver it wherever they wanted and exactly. reposition. So they could really film 360 degrees of literally anything going on the field. Which 
it, it like I saw like them use it for some like college game for a brief second, and I was like, this actually looks kind of badass as hell. Yeah, like that oh. is an insane, awesome amount of technology that I'm all about. Yep, it is called 3D. I found it, but it's that's awesome that they're <clears> going to do that with um, NFL as well. Is it just for the Super Bowl? I mean, what's their, what are they? Are they I, obviously, that's where they're going to start because that's the yeah. coolest thing. I'm I'm assuming it'll eventually get spread elsewhere, but I think like they just said that like, they they're implementing it for the Super Bowl this season, and then I guess maybe next season they'll have it elsewhere. Uh, does anybody actually watch the NFL besides me? Just you, which I don't watch that much. I watch okay. the Super Bowl. Okay, well, I watch the Super Bowl for the ads. Sure, I remember a couple I years ago that. when they added in the everybody thought it was like a little camera on a blimp. But it's just a, a steady cam mount with a camera on it. It's basically suspended by four wires, and they can oh, yeah. maneuver the camera on the field down to like you know touching the ground to sky high just by you know pulling wires up and down. And it's so smooth. And I remember the first time everybody saw that, they're like, "Holy crap! It's on a blimp, yo! We're just flying around a little blimp, like recording. Crazy fucking blimps." Yeah. Is that your football friends? The, that how they sound? Uh, that's, exactly that's how, how all they football sound. fans sound. Yeah, the camera wow. tech. Wow. The camera tech that you're talking about with the eye, the player, whatever that thing is, it yeah. sounds a lot like um, years ago when the J- Japanese bid for the 2022 World Cup video was out. And they were talking about how they were going to have the actual stadium, but then there's like six other stadiums around the world where they'd have hologram versions of it. What? And like, they'd just be filming because they're going to have like a whole bunch of cameras in a ring around the World Cup that would film like every single angle. And then they'd be able to recreate it in other stadiums stadium. around the world. Do you world. know how much freaking money they'd make off of that? You're selling World <laughs> Cup tickets to not the World Cup. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's super cool. Because it's like, all oh, AR stuff. You can't make it? That's fine. We'll bring it to you. And then you'll just act like you were there. They also had like auto translator technology they were showing off where... Like all the different people, Fuck. different speaking languages came and watched the World Cup and they'd be able to talk to each other. And that little earpiece would just translate. Mm. Guys, we live in the future and it's awesome. But that's for, like, they said they could accomplish that by 2022. So we're in 2017 now. So starting to see the beginning of some of those technologies. Well, when is the next World Cup? Does anybody no. watch soccer? I do. I wait. It's not this summer. It's next summer, twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, twenty twenty. There you go. Not this World Cup, but the next World Cup, I guess, because it's every four years, right? Yep. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and, well, and that'll be cool I to see. It, I remember it because it's every two years from the uh, the Summer Olympics are always in between. Guys, this technology seems old. We've had holograms since Tupac. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh well, we'll that, uh, the video for their bid though is pretty cool. If you want to go check it out, it's on the FIFA World. Oh, they have a. Mm, okay, let's go check that out. So what's new? Anybody? New stuff? Cool stuff? Caleb's been playing like countless hours of Binding of Isaac. Well, yeah, that's... I can't help it. That's what yeah, happens when Caleb. a new expansion comes out or DLC? Is it? Is it any good? Uh, it's pretty awesome. There are some issues I think with it. They added in. There's like a lot of. Um, I don't know what you would call it, like monster spamming now. Like there are portals oh, the that just bring in portals? monsters yeah. and 
There are these annoying guys who you can't hurt. They just walk around. They don't deal damage. They just shove you. The stone guys. Shots. Yeah, they're so annoying. But I don't know. There's some good stuff in it, though. Like the new character with the void item. Cool. I was just looking through reviews, and there's a lot of people that are just upset because they just made it hard for no reason. Yep. It is hard. They made it harder. But, like, not fair, it seemed. Well, yeah. it's it's too easy when you play the game as Caleb. Yeah. When you it's when you've played it, like, a million times, you need a new challenge. <laughs> no, because every time he plays it, somehow he ends up with literally every item you can possibly get. <laughs> That's not true. It's only And you just twice. have a stream of items behind you. You literally walk into a room with the end final boss and he's dead in like three seconds because somehow you just eviscerate everything <laughs> it's, only it's happened, happened multiple times no, it's happened multiple no, no. times infinite money and infinitely spawning items in a shop is a difficult thing to get both of uh-huh <laughs> Got i wonder if reviews. all the rest of the wonder if all the rest of the platinum gods are like yeah i get this all the time total double yeah. item spawning and, and rebuys I don't know. I don't think any of so the I- other Isaac stuff has anything less than positive. I know, right? This oh, they added mixed. some cool stuff, though. Rebirth is overwhelmingly positive. Anything that gets me b- more Binding of Isaac, I'm okay with. How many hours of Binding of Isaac do you have? Uh, are we talking about just the Rebirth? Or no, 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 no. The, the whole thing. Total. I want to know total. Okay, well, let me check. I mean, is it remotely close to the number of hours that Alex has in Dota? No. No. <laughs> How would you even manage that? Uh, I, I have think approximately it's... 412 hours. I was going to oh, say, I don't like think it's nothing. close to the number of hours that he has in Dota. Yeah, it's Probably not. not. Okay. Hey, you know, it has always good to ask. Too, though. What else? Anything else new? Isaac? Uh, the next got announced officially. Or not announced, but like we know stuff about it. The next Nintendo console, which is the Switch. Switch. Yeah, I was about to say, next. yeah, my bad. The next. It's, it's hmm, no longer the NX. Yeah, it's sorry. The Switch. That was like its code name before. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, the <laughs> code name was NX. I am. Yeah. yeah. That was its its code name for a while. But I'm really excited to see what uh what we're gonna get into when we go to PAX this year. Yeah, hopefully they have a big presence. I mean, I'm interested to see what all they have lined up well, for. It. It's coming up what? It's coming out like two weeks before March PAX. 3rd. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, PAX is literally less than two weeks away. No, it's or not. Or two months away. <laughs> yes. Holy crap. Two weeks. Like, Whoa, <laughs> dude, that could be a problem. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm not mentally ready for PAX to be. Hope yeah. you guys have bought your plane tickets. I, I don't think <laughs> you months. understand like how excited I am for all of March. It's just going to be an amazing month. We've got Nintendo. We've got PAX. We've got Mass Effect Andromeda. I've got like 17 concerts I'm going. It's going to be fucking 17 awesome. 17 concerts. I'm That's a month of March. I mean, literally, basically every other day. Plus, yeah. some concerts just happen on the same day. Yeah. You haven't gone to two concerts the same night? Well, I mean, do you count each no. individual band at a concert? No, that's going an individual that's, that's counting the, that no. concert? One. Oh, no. Then no. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not pretty sure cool you can't like you, go Owen. to a concert and not have that happen. Are there any concerts where it's just the people? And yeah, not? I've been to a concert with yeah. just one and band before. Opening band? Time. I've I've had that. I don't think I've ever been to one. I've had that happen. Yeah. I've had that happen a couple times. Everybody seemed real up on the Switch until they announced that they had paid online and everybody started complaining. Uh, uh, are you serious? Yeah. Why is everybody complaining? That's I mean, paid online's a thing. 
Yeah, but it still sucks. Yeah. They're, all their online services are always terrible, though. So it's. Well, maybe they fixed it. Maybe. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> uh, would you, like, if you had a choice between the same games playing online on PS4 versus Xbox, would you, would you just go with the free version of PS4? Yeah. Is yeah. The, PS, the PS4 isn't free anymore. Oh, it's not? I don't it's know. Not no, it's just the PS3 oh. for a little bit. Um, At least PS3 was free. Or you could just buy shit on PC. And yeah. Yeah. PCs. yeah. Yes, I know. I just remember when it was clear how much Not better right. Xbox Online was than anything for the PS3. Yeah. I mean, I like, have no idea what it's like anymore, but PS3 I, was extremely functional for what it gave you. It wasn't anywhere near Xbox Live, but no. Xbox Live is its own real platform, though. I think, which is why they yeah. They, they had a lot of services bundled just like into it. All kinds of other things. Video. I mean, they had ESPN3 like well before anything else had ESPN3. The problem with of, Nintendo like, doing stuff. it though is how many Nintendo games do you play online? Yeah. So I was gonna say that's kind of the the breaking point of this though is the fact that like you don't really what are you gonna do play like Splatoon online? Yeah. So this is what's happening would be, at least for me, is I'd have my Switch or whatever. I wouldn't have a subscription. And then like Splatoon comes out and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll up for a month or something and I'll play some Splatoon and then it'll go off again. It just becomes a hassle. Yeah. Of If I ever want to play a multiplayer game, I have to go get my subscription going real quick. Yeah. Because it's not something I would use all the time. Well, I and I think that's the beauty of the Nintendo, though, and the reason I'm actually intrigued with the switch is because i remember that nintendo always had like the best couch co-play games and stuff like that like couch play and like that's why i'm looking at this because they're announcing stuff that i was like oh shit i can totally see my friends you know hanging out at my apartment playing these games you know on a on a random friday night or some shit tell you what that zelda um trailer looks freaking oh god I haven't People looked have at been it. talking about that Zelda, like haven't. all of the Zelda trailers for like two years, have yeah. they not? The well, trailer they put out recently looks really uh, I haven't, good. Also, I haven't seen the newest one. Curious thing, because as as somebody that doesn't have a um, mobile device, but I know Jake over there does. You don't have a phone? I mean, <laughs> a mobile gaming device. I don't have a DS or anything crazy like that, and I know you do. Um, but do you think that... The net, uh, the switch might start putting nails in the coffin of Game Boys because I mean, Game Boys are a little dated now, but <laughs> if you're talking like DS's, yeah, conceivably, because I mean, they're like, bigger, they're gonna be more expensive, and the battery life's probably gonna suck shit. And yeah, at least but... at launch, they're not gonna have the Pokemon games, which is gonna be a big downside, they're not gonna have the right. Fire Emblem games. Probably not going to have the huge library the DS has, but I have read could it be a step in that direction, maybe. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I can. Like, the reason why I'm also really looking at it is I was thinking like, oh, dude, I can totally play this on the Metro on my way to work. And then I was like, well, hey, why on earth would I have a Game Boy where I can play, you know, a eight bit or sixteen bit, you know, Zelda game when I can play fucking Breath of the Wild? on the metro <laughs> like i would much rather be doing that i feel like it's too big but it's, it's entire it's thing is to, be po- uh, is to be portable i know i just feel like it's too big to just be like hey guys i'm just gonna sit on this train and play this don't mind me 
Got my giant it's tablet a, it's a, screen. It's a, yeah, it's a gaming tablet that I'm playing on. Well, I mean, it's, it's no different really than anyone using like an iPad on a train. Yeah. Right. I guess that still seems like like I would use my phone. I wouldn't use my iPad on a train. I don't think. Dude, I read on my iPad all the time. I mean, yeah. I would, I would feel very, um, I would be cautious of it, using it on a metro or something like that, because I definitely wouldn't want to be like sitting there playing Zelda, and all of a sudden someone just like nabs it out of my hands, and then I'm like, well, oh, fuck. <laughs> they they I'm just not slide it off the Ganon controller. Like, <laughs> <laughs> somebody grabs it, and the controllers just come off in your hands, and they have the tab apart. They're gone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that like, would be well. the worst. <laughs> Uh, I, I've actually read that 3DSs are becoming hard to find in stores. Like they've really limited production of them, possibly. Although they haven't announced anything. Hmm. Are we just moving away from that version of handheld? Yeah, I mean, that could like be. They that, could be just that... seeing this as their new handheld. Well, I just I didn't mean actually more that realm. I meant more like we're able to move more to just phone handheld anymore. Oh, sure. I mean, Nintendo did just release the Mario Runner. Has anyone played that? It's on yep. iOS only. Okay, so I it's would be the dope. only one that could have played it. Or, I could play it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think several of us have iOS. Yeah, I have it. Except well, Jake. I, I think Jake is the only but person with Android. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, Jake. I'm not switching. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mario Run is awesome. The, what they do with applying the Mario formula to an endless runner is pretty great. Like they make, they kind of make puzzle levels almost in some in some cases, where you're like running off one side of the screen and running back on another side. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. You're just jumping mostly, but it's it doesn't feel like you're. Isn't that Mario? Just jumping. I was gonna say that's all Mario games. It feels more. It feels like more than just a runner. What's it called? Super Mario Run. I believe so. That sounds right. Know. You know, I I will give uh, um, two people one. I, Alex convinced me to buy Mini Metro on iOS. Yo, and Mini I know Metro you, is so good. Since you've been talking about, it, I freaking love that game. Right, so much that I didn't just buy it on my phone, but I also bought it on my work phone, which is the Android version, <laughs> which is actually completely different than the iOS version. Yeah, uh, yeah, the iOS uh, version is just like a free play essentially, yeah. but on the Android, there's like um, kind of like a campaign where you do different cities. Yeah, you, you do that. On iOS too. The, I don't have that on my iOS yeah. version unless I'm insane. I have not been able to get to it or access it. It starts in- you off in like an endless mode for the tutorial, and then once you finish that, once it goes to the menu where you can select cities. Oh, yeah. I have not been able to. Maybe I'm just. I don't too know. good, man. You haven't too good. Apparently failed. Yeah, yeah. but Still no, that, going. That game is amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's I'm so big just on it. so clean in terms of its design. I pulled a it Caleb and figured out you could pause. Like a point. Oh, did you really? That why did you do that? It. Why did you why did you pull a Caleb? You should not do that. Pulled a Caleb. I didn't realize you could pause and then I found out you could. I'm assuming yeah. you're referencing the train game from yeah. Humble Monthly yeah. Bundle Rumble a while back. What was yeah. that game even called? Train How do you not remember what it's called? <laughs> Jake. <laughs> was that not yeah, it? So we know that you hate it. That's it? pretty close, Jake, I think. Okay. Right neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> so when is the Switch coming out? I know we kind of jumped off that topic, but... March 3rd. 3rd. March 3rd. 
and they've already announced a bunch of games that are going to be with it. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see what it's going to be because I feel like I feel like Nintendo has realized the fact that trying to battle against either PlayStation, Xbox, or PCs as like a console of power and this is where AAA titles need to be, they're just like, nah, fuck that noise. Like, and they're concentrating with what they know, which is mobile and fun co-op games to play with other people. And as long as they stick with that, they have their niche market that they will always be able to go to. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo seems like a good counterpart to a PC. Yeah. Am, I the only, am I the only one here who's never owned anything Nintendo? I mean, we had a Wii as I I was I didn't even really point. that was like I mean I didn't really use it very much yeah either. and that was almost yeah. after me like after I left the house essentially after you wow that's so deep did you have like an N sixty four no I grew up with a Sega Master System and then I think a partial Sega Genesis like it wasn't even my house I just had to go to had like my grandparents' house Genesis. to play yeah but I mean like. I didn't. I never did anything with Nintendo ever, and I can't you even were, think of anybody who had uh, Sega it. kid. Yep. Uh, I guess our cousins, Sonic guy? Our cousins had a, um, a GameCube. Are you like but, really into Sonic? No, we were like Caleb and I grew up playing things like Shinobi. Um, is that what it's called? Shinobi. Yeah, something like that. And then Depends Alex Kid Shinobi World. Alex Kid Shinobi World. A whole bunch of like weird um, Sega Master System. Old Altered old Beast. Oh, such a good game. Altered Beast. So freaking yeah. hard. Like literally every so game difficult. we played was like you take like a game, like any game you can imagine, and just imagine it being like a thousand times harder because we've ruined video games anymore, difficulty levels. Everything. We I I don't think we ever beat like Altered the third level so on Altered hard. Beast. No, we did not. And I know we never beat whatever that um you remember that cyborg game? What was that one called? Oh, don't know what it's called. Oh. We had to use two controllers. Yes. Uh, Cyborg Hunter. Cyborg Hunter, yeah. Yeah, I know we never beat that game. Those games are just so hard. What a great I'll... name for a game. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Cyborg Hunter. <laughs> it was an old game, man. What do you expect? <laughs> so what you're saying is Sega does what Nintendo don't? Uh, oh. How long have you been sitting on that one? Gosh. A long time. I think since the podcast started, like... A year ago, when we started been doing waiting this. to try to bring it up, we just haven't been talking about Nintendo at all. Opportunity. Nobody ever said anything about Sega. He, he was just wait, lying in wait. <laughs> we just walked into it. It's okay. It's totally okay. I had a PS One. We had a PS One. Yeah, eventually. So we played Tomba on. Tomba. What a good game, right? Tomba Two. I heard it's Such the best a good game. game, dude. <gasps> it's actually a really good game. It's I actually had a Nintendo Entertainment System. Then I had my PS One. Then I got PS2 and then GameCube. I did N64, GameCube, and uh, the Wii, and then I had Xbox, Xbox 360. I think the first thing we got was a PS1. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Man, you guys make me feel so old. They didn't like (laughs) the Xbox 360 was like college. I remember when that thing was like real deal, and we'd just go into the dorm and then hook everything up into the network. And the entire, like, one entire floor of the dorm would be playing 16-player Halo 2. Hell yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Halo 2 is still the best multiplayer game. 
of all time. Highly doubtful. Yeah, but, about that. But we'll let it slide here. I, I guess I, I will choose playing Halo Two multiplayer over Overwatch any day of the week. Wow, what? bold statement. There's something wrong with you. It was so good, and it was so clean. Like that game was just. That that was my childhood was just playing Xbox Live as you were saying you know Xbox Live and the gold standard and just playing Halo Two when I would get home from school and just demolishing people and like you would rank that better than things like Goldeneye or um, Team Fortress Two yeah or Team Fortress Two I would say is on par with it. But I would still pick Halo 2 more. Wow. I'd, I'd pick Halo 3 over Halo 2. Really? <laughs> I get. I, don't, I, I never liked the that. power-ups in Halo no. 3. Throwing like the little like stupid balls around and shit. I liked shit. that stuff. Uh, that stuff Giant Bomb's cool. got a fun little... These are the best multiplayer video games ever made list. Of course, theirs is in no particular order, but... Uh, well, if Giant Bomb said it, then it must be true. <laughs> Halo's not oh, even on this list. Speaking of lists, though, I will have to say, um, we did a hell of a good job with our, um, like, you, the top best 10. games of the year, yeah, top ten list, because I went and looked at what IGN's was last week, and it was everything that we said. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah... <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Literally everything is... Did they have um, Caleb and I's Quern. game on there? No. Porn? No. Come on. Okay. Man, not literally I've been like... But they probably had, our final list, though. They had, they had Titanfall 2 and Dishonored and... Um, so mostly just AAA title stuff. And what was the other one? Uh, Overwatch? Like, they had a lot of the stuff that we they were They probably calling. had Firewatch on there. It's not necessarily a AAA. It's uh, not they, AAA. they did have Firewatch. Firewatch is on, like, everything. Yeah. I love that game. Dude, I would have put it so much higher, but that freaking ending yeah. <laughs> turned me off the game so much. Yeah. It wasn't the most... Uh, it didn't feel good. It was fucking shit. And nothing really happened at the end. I'm not going to mince words here. <laughs> it was garbage and I hated it. You want to know a game that has a really bad ending? Mirror's Edge 2. That was bad. <laughs> Even though it was on your top five list, Owen. It was one of the only games from 2016 I played, and I was enjoying it. So you're it. like, I'm... it's got to make my top five just because it's the only one I play. You should have narrowed that list to four, Owen. Okay, you should have had like two. <laughs> yeah, five honestly, it should have been like two. But like, I was enjoying it all the way until like they were like, oh, hey, here's like some twist stuff to make the plot interesting. And it was just at that point just dumb and predictable. And I was like, I don't understand why on earth you ever decided to put this in here and whoever wrote that storyline seriously just needs to go back to school because it was bad it was really bad and yet it was on your top five i, I make mistakes okay <laughs> i'm human and i didn't play anything else from 2016 2015 was a good year for what it's worth there were several games on the list that i didn't play and i went back and played because they were so you know so highly voted and inside was amazing. Yeah. And I wish I would have played that before we'd had our list. I don't I'm actually it may have made my top five. I mean it was that good. I was blown away by that game. Of course I never played uh Limbo. So mm. I don't uh, Caleb's comment after I played it was it's the same game as Limbo. 
which oh, I went back I and like watched that. them. Well, sim- I, you said something to that effect. It's very it's similar, similar to Limbo. Yes. So it, just, games, it didn't seem though. as original to you as it did to me. I yeah. just, it, really cool. Really good game. Uh, oh, to, by the way, jumping back to the Switch real quick. Owen, you may appreciate this. Did you see the little, um, uh, little advertising campaign that Nintendo did to kind of pay homage to their very, very first ad in terms of um, Nintendo stuff, like the the next generation ad where they have the original NES and then the N64, oh, and then they have one. I, I missed that. Um, I'll have to find that. But they essentially, like, I think it's, it's an ad from the 80s where they had the original NES and then the N64, and then they have a new one covered, and then it just says a new era is beginning or a new age has begun or something to that effect. It's just cool, because they matched everything from the design to the font to the layout. It's I don't know. I, I like when companies do that. They spend yeah. a long time waiting on something, and they're like, okay, this is our opportunity to bring back something kind of classic. Well, there was... I'm trying to think of where it was, but I do recall like Nintendo ended up having... Um, they had something in one of their consoles, like in the code of their consoles, and it was just like a comment line, and it was just... And it was something along the lines of like, hey don't break the- oh it was in the when they did the nes when they did the little re-release of the nes that had all the games on it last christmas you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about yeah so um if you went into like the actual code of that there's a little like comment in it that was just said like hey please don't hack this and then it's signed by something that was like um I forget what it was in Japanese, but it ended up becoming something that was like beautiful small picture, which was also like the name that they like they first did some of the cards on when Nintendo started. So it was supposed to be like an homage back to like the roots of Nintendo. It was like, hey, enjoy this, but don't mess it up. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I I'm gonna have to find what that is because it it was just really cool. I can't find it right now. I'm looking for it, but I, I don't know. I like when they do that. You know, kind of bring you back to what this used to be, and like it really was a cool change. I have no idea whether or not the Switch is going to be that big of a change from what Nintendo has produced. I mean, it's a cool concept, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. I, I mean, I feel like it's honestly the same thing that they've produced in the past. The only thing that you're getting out as a benefit is that they seem to be taking more core gaming things back into it like they're not just like oh hey motion controls are like okay yeah let's actually give you some sort of controller in your hand um and i think the other thing that's going to be interesting about it is going to be as i said you know the portability and the multiplayerness of playing it you know you see those ads and they are taking these to friends houses for parties and then tossing out controllers and playing mario kart and I like that because that's totally stuff that I used to do. I used to bring the N6, the, not the N64, the GameCube and four controllers and you just throw everything out and you play like Smash Bros with people. So I feel like they're taking that into a more easy concept of the 21st century and I want to see that get played out. I think that's going to be very interesting and hopefully it does well because Lord knows Nintendo needs something. <laughs> I found it. It's uh, the evolution of a species is now complete. They apparently did that a long time ago, and then they just made the exact same thing again with all of the same uh, fonts and everything. It's just cool. That's pretty neat. 
is the original. And ah, see, that's what I was looking for. Thank you. Just neat. I love when they do stuff like that. Yeah. They did the same thing with the Breath of the Wild ad. Um, where it just looks like the original Zelda ad. Can we just appreciate how awesome Zelda is? Like, that, that has, what, over 17 titles in the franchise and has been going on for over 25 years and, like... Good, good for it, man. Good for it for surviving, for existing at all. For it to yeah, s- still actually be good. That's the best good for it. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I was. Uh, I, I know Jake mentioned this to me um, over the past couple of weeks, and I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it's a um, video essay series where this guy goes through every console version of or modern console version of um, the Zelda franchise and then talks about like their pros and their cons and kind of like breaks it down into like why, you know, they went with this direction or that direction in the game and the art direction of the games and then like how they end up playing out and then how they compare to each other. I don't know. It was a really, it's a long thing because he does like an hour for each um, or a half hour or an hour for each game. But I mean, it's, it is a very well thought out piece of, you know, hey, this is how the games are and what makes them work, why Zelda is still going as strong as it is and how to improve it for future generations and things like that. All right, enough of the Switch. Anybody else? Other things new? Interesting? Fun? Cool? Unique? I don't know. Anything? Have we talked about Panoptic? Oh, no. We have actually not talked about that game. Has are you the only ones who played that? I believe we are. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, uh, so Panoptic, it's actually just a demo right now. But there's a game out for VR. And it's an asymmetrical multiplayer, which means one person's in the VR headset, one person's on, a, on the desktop. And the person in VR is sort of this eye in the sky. Or this really, really, I guess not tall, but this really tall-ish guy. And there's like a world around them, like a castle sort of built around them in a square. And the other person on desktop is just this little tiny guy running around with a face, like a weird looking face. That's important. And there are a bunch of NPCs that also look like him. And he's trying to sneak like all the way around this structure, all the way up to the top before the eye shoots him with a laser. And the eye is trying to track him and figure out which one the player is. It's really cool. It's like a... It's kind of like a, a god and all of the servants, and you're trying to find the one servant that's acting out and trying to yeah, that's a good go behind your back, essentially. So a very common theme for a bunch of video games, but it's just a really unique way to deliver it, especially because you're doing it through the headset. Mm-hmm. And it's still in, obviously it's still early. Um, but it's just a demo at this point. There's a lot of cool things you can do, like... Like, I was just watching Caleb and my sister play, Caleb and Lauren, and they would, when they're both in the headset, they would be literally, like, go from just standing there looking around to crawling on the ground, like, towards the corners of the usable space. So they, like, shove their head into, like, sides of the buildings and stare down hallways. And it was just, like, super unique. You don't think you're going to use room scale when you use it, you know, really maneuver around the room, but they were all over the place looking for each other to try and... uh end their unfaithful servant's life. I guess. <laughs> have you guys heard of Spy Party? Yep. I have. 
Because it sounds very similar. I've been waiting for Spy Party to actually exist for like eight years. Oh, is it in, um, is it like early access? Yeah, I'm on the site right now. It is in early access. But yeah, it's basically a similar situation where one person's a spy at this party and they've got to do these objectives like plan a bug on someone or, you know, whatever. And another person's looking at the party through the windows through like with like binoculars. And you're supposed to try to figure out there's also like a bunch of NPCs and you figure out which one is the player. Oh. It sounds pretty similar to what you just described. So you're on like mm-hmm. the outside of a building looking in with binoculars. Yeah. What's happening. Right. Huh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to snipe the player. Yeah. Where they accomplish their goal. Interesting. Which is usually like this to seems steal like, something. Obviously not in the headset, but this seems a lot like that game we played on Xbox for a while. It's like multiplayer, but you have one hidden person. Hidden in plain sight. Hidden in plain sight. Thank you. Yep. Yes. Yep. So Spy Party came out as like a concept first and then somebody was like that sounds cool and then made hidden in plain sight and actually had it be a real game that exists for purchase <laughs> which automatically makes it better seems <laughs> i don't know me and frank have been waiting to play spy party for years and years it's just absurd it would be cool if that i mean is that supposed to come out with the vibe yes. i mean are they planning on doing I'm, that I, okay. I don't know man that would be it was way before VR. No, but I'm saying like, I wonder if somebody's developing that like concept for the vibe, similar to Panoptic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you're like a person looking through binoculars. That would be a really cool use of the headset because it's like you're literally putting something on your face and then you're looking through the binoculars. Really, guys, that excited. Hey, man, I didn't have anything really prepared for this. <laughs> you so didn't you did ask us what the topic was. Jake gave, we the gave topic, you a topic. And Jake yeah. come prepared it. with nothing. Yeah. Okay. Well, are we talking about it. like white dicks, black dicks, circumcised? Oh, like, what are we? Gosh. Like, there is a lot that we can talk about here. You forget, I work for porn radio. I can talk about dicks for years. Years. <laughs> years. Don't. Please don't. just go. We're going to seed you the floor. <laughs> just whatever your favorite type is, you know? Go for it. <laughs> None. None. Uh, that's, none. That's a weird kink you got there. <laughs> Just drop it off. The world gets better after that point. Uh. Um, I, I know we mentioned this earlier, but PAX is in not two weeks, but two months. Yep. <laughs> I heard it was two minutes. Thank goodness. Two oh, minutes. Shit. Buckle up. Two minutes. I thought it was two years, and I was just going to like have to wait. Well, it will be in two years. It will also <laughs> be in two years, true. plus a couple months. Um, is anybody looking forward to anything else that we're going to see at PAX? Obviously, we're going to do one of these prior two packs to talk about some of the things that we know are going to be there and show up. Uh, but is anybody Andromeda else looking... comes out after PAX, right? Yep. So, yep. yes, Andromeda. It comes out <laughs> the week after PAX. Oh, my God, Andromeda. <laughs> and so, if anyone from EA is listening right now, I would, yeah, sure. I mm-hmm. would just like they to are. please ask, remember how you gave us all cards for early access? To mass, uh, not mass, uh, for Mirror's Edge 2 when we did the demo at uh, PAX East. If you just want to give us those same cards this year for our Mass Effect so I can play it a, uh, a week early, I'm, I'm completely fine with that. I think that would be a great idea. Um, I will add a extra star onto whatever review I end up giving it. So just bribe me. <laughs> wow. Also, while we have your attention, please don't fuck up the multiplayer. It was great in Mass Effect 3. Just do the same thing. 
I, I maybe was, add like a little bit, but just no, nothing. Just <laughs> <I> <laughs> don't mess it up. I heard that people didn't like the multiplayer from Mass Effect Three, and when I heard this, Those I was just like, wrong. "How yeah. the fuck do you not enjoy this? It's amazing. It's so good. It's it, so good. It is surprisingly good. It's super entertaining, and especially for a game that never needed to add multiplayer in the first place, the fact that they were like, "Fuck it, here it is," is just such a great idea that I was just like. This is exactly what you need. Just take what happened in the third, you just put it into the next one, give us female Krogans to play, and Jake will be happy, and I'll enjoy backing him up. It's true. Wait. I'm amazed that I don't get bored with that game, because it's a wave-based game, which I'm not usually fan a fan of, but... It's because you can play a Krogan so and just fun. beat Monster to Death with a hammer. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. It's what more great. do you want? Female Krogans aren't... I mean, there's only like a couple of them, though, right? That's true, but what, you have a female Krogan squad mate in Andromeda. Yep. What? And, Boom! And Jake is <laughs> hardcore going what? to romance her. If you can romance her, I'm getting my dick in that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, wow. Jake, Jake, tell tell them about the uh, the tweet that you sent me, or the the, um, the article that you sent me that was uh, about the, the <laughs> tweet that the, the, the yeah um, one of the like made. games creators i guess yeah was talking about like the sex scenes and he assured people that there was plentiful and good banging <laughs> in oh. mass effect andromeda oh, wow verbatim what the tweet said and so, i was all about it i i've kind of avoided everything about this game mostly on purpose well so, so i'm sorry if we ruined everything, everything for but, you. i mean i don't know is it gonna play similar to the other ones i it looks like it's gonna play somewhat similar, except like you'll have all power. You also you have a jetpack. Is the only other difference I know of. It's still gonna be like a story RPG where yeah. you're like a sh it's like a shooter yep. action mm -hmm. thing with powers. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to jetpack okay. and charge. Oh my god, that's gonna be so amazing. <laughs> It'll be so good. Yeah, I, I think me and Jake mentioned this before, but we looked at the jetpack and we were just like, that seems dumb. And then they used like the biotic abilities and the jetpack, and then we're like, nope, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this this was a long time coming. I also like the fact that they're not really tying it into the uh original trilogy. Trilogy. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Because how the hell do you top exterminating all sentient life in the galaxy? <laughs> there's really, there's nowhere to go from there, so just go to a different galaxy. <laughs> Wait, what? You did what in your game? Well, that's what the Reapers were doing. How do you have a bigger threat? Yeah. Or like, after that, it's like, oh no, space pirates. Like, <laughs> you know, there's nowhere to go. Your delivery. <laughs> space pirates. Goddamn space pirates. There you go, pirates. Caleb. I repeated something for you. Yeah, thank you. Marking the logs. Yeah, and like, not that I actually know if this is actually going to matter if for the uh, for for the the new Mass Effect, but I am currently playing um, through the trilogy again, just mm -hmm. in case. Just in <laughs> case they're just like, hey, you know, you can import your Mass Effect two file or something. I'll have one ready. <laughs> Because maybe they need to know if you saved the Rachni. It's not impossible. Wait, they don't have like crossover things from Mass Effect One to Mass Effect Two, do they? Yeah, they yeah. Do. Your really? character progress and all your choices. Yeah, yeah. Choices you make in Mass Effect One. There's one squad mate who dies in Mass Effect One. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and <laughs> whether or not they live or die decade. determines if they're in two and three. Yep. Wow. 
That's yeah. amazing. It's yeah. pretty rad. You import your saves into the next games. Dragon Age does the same thing, although it's a little different because you're different characters each time. Yeah. So really with Dragon Age, it's just like if they appear in the world again. Whereas yeah, like it's this, much it's smaller like... differences. Yeah. Apparently you can import your Mass Effect 2 save into Frog Fractions 2. What? What? Frog Fractions <laughs> 2 exists? <laughs> oh, wait, we didn't talk about Frog Fractions yet, have we? I don't think so. That, no, yeah. yeah. How is Frog Fractions? The ARG finished. Yeah, the ARG finished, and they found the game. Wow. Where? Link now? What? Yeah. It's it's <laughs> in a, it's inside of a game on Steam called Glittermitten Grove. Oh. Should have known. I was just thinking this looks like Frog Fractions. <laughs> Wait, what? What on? Uh, fill me in. Don't the say no. Don't frog tell fractions. him. Do not just say it. Look into it. And anyone listening who doesn't know Frog Fractions, go play. Don't it. Go just Google just it. Play it. Don't ask anyone else about it. Just fucking go play it. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those like games that will scar me for life, and I'm going to go. Why the no. hell? Just, just play. No. It. Are you sure this is a twenty dollar game and it looks like garbage? <laughs> uh, oh, you own it. Isn't this like <laughs> one of the most infamous ARGs ever? Yeah. It was like two years long or something. Right. But yeah, I mean it finished around the end of December, early January, something like that. And uh people found it in this in this glitter mitten grove game. This Pretty game cool looks game. terrible. You uh, raise, raise a fairy village and you grow trees for them to live in and you collect sunlight oh in your gosh. prisms. Okay, so have you, you've played this then? Yeah. Is it good? Glittermitten Grove or Frog Fractions 2? Both? Either? <laughs> um, you have to play a little bit of Glittermitten Grove to get to Frog Fractions 2. And uh, I gotta say, it wasn't it wasn't a great experience. It wasn't Frog Fractions you, you, a great experience? You are I, not selling this. I got to stuck, me. and I oh. haven't gone back to it yet. Okay, but so far, it's interesting. Mm. Really not selling us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta I really sold on an ARG anymore. But I, I mean, I got to a certain part in in it where it was like. Uh, import your Mass Effect 2 save and it like popped up an actual dialogue for you to go find the file and oh I was god. like oh god that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this is, what would this do now you gotta I mean, go back I'll and play, replay Mass Effect 1 and 2 so I you can make sure your save is appropriate yeah I didn't you have my save so I couldn't I couldn't Rip. do it wait so you you physically have to have a save to continue uh, you don't have to do that part it was just apparently it affects some things in the game that's amazing But has any, Jacob, you bought it yet? Uh, no, but I just downloaded it through Alex's library, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on my wish list. So but if it's below twenty bucks, Glittermitten Grove, though ten out of ten. Raises sick fairy village. It does have very positive reviews. Yeah. So the the end of the ARG apparently ended with somebody finding a physical like device, like a box, and he had to have like a combination to get it open. And then when he got it open, there was just like a giant button that was like FF2 launch. And then when he hit it, um, an update went out to Steam that like updated this game. And then people had to figure out which game it was. And it turned out to be this one. Wow. Wow. 
Dude, I think ARGs are just like really awesome and yet super time consuming. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It says it says that he cracked a puzzle in unboxing story and they sent him a locked box in the mail. So other people found a key after they did a room escape game in Portland, Oregon, and then sent him the key. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he had to use the key to unlock the box, and then in the box was the thing with the button that said launch FF2. That's absurd. God. Hilarious. Like, That's I find so that cool. amazing, but at the same time, like, I also find that at any point, how do you make sure that that actually happens? Like... At any point in time, someone could just take the lockbox and then destroy it or throw it out or like. I mean, the, yeah, but I mean, the, you the just do it again. Could not they? Or the people with the key could just decide to not send the key to the person with the lockbox or it gets locked. Like, how do you make sure everything goes off to get to that point? That is the one thing I've never understood about um, ARGs. Well, because you I believe mean, there's in enough. ARG, right. You're not gonna find the key and then just keep it. Plus, the thing is, since you, like, made it, and you can, like, go on the forums and see what everyone's doing, if something's not happening, you can always just step in and do something. Yeah, like, yeah. you send the key and say, hey, I did an escape room and I found this weird key. Because, like, the guy's not going to know. It's just an address on an envelope. Like, you can always just step in and progress the story if you feel like that's what you want to do. Or give that's hints true. or anything. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, me and Caleb designed an ARG once. Did you really? <laughs> no big deal. We kind of did. We helped. Kind of. So yes, we Wait, were there. Seriously? Yeah. In college. Tell, tell us the story. Oh, it's no, not that good. It's not a good story. Yeah, not for the long story. Like our college honors program was a nightmare and a half. And at one point, a group got the idea of doing an ARG with the Smithsonian. So we spent all this time on it, and then. Their eyes were bigger than their stomachs, and it fell apart, and we never did it. Oh. But we... It was really cool, like, thinking it up and putting some of the pieces together. It just didn't work out. As, as someone who lives in D.C., I have to say, if there is an ARG around the Smithsonian Museums, I would be there in a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> because I always love going to the museums, but, like, since I live in D.C., there's not really a a reason for me to go back like i've seen the air and space museum like 10 times i don't need to go back there but if they put it in our arg that was just like oh hey you need you know like the fourth letter on the third panel okay. in this room i would just be like all right let's do this let's go you just you just want to feel like nick cage in national treasure that's what you want that's like the, the underlying desire <laughs> who doesn't want to feel like nick cage in national treasure <laughs> a plane out of the air and space museum I feel like Aaron's version of Assassins was very similar to an ARG. Really? You thought In it was some that respects. well done? Like, Man. you had little puzzles for everybody to do every time. It wasn't just like you had a target and that was it. Like, you had to figure out what your target was through all these, like, kind of pretty intricate steps. It's for fun because I, I just sat around with my dad one evening. It was like, it must have been five or six hours. And we literally just brainstormed. Like I had all the names on a list and I was like, all right, here's what I don't want to do, which is just literally write a name. So we're going to come up with a puzzle that fits in a little envelope and that envelope goes with whoever is going to assassinate the next target and they have to solve the puzzle before it gets to the, you know, before they figure out who they have to do to assassinate and then they can use the spoon. And some of them were like, 
uh, somewhat complicated, but some of them we've created, we're like, I mean, you'd literally have to think for a long, long time in order to figure out who this is. Like at one point we did one that was just a whole bunch of letters. Um, I don't remember the exact combination of letters. Obviously it was like 10 long. And when you took those letters and you transposed them into a piano and then actually physically played them on the piano, you got a song and the name of the artist who wrote the song was the name of one of the p- people who were playing in Assassins. What? Yeah, it, yeah. Was fu- like, it was so much fun to do. And then it actually worked out. Like, obviously, there were some... I wish I could go back and find that list. I can't, There's a lot I of can't... parents helping kids. There were. And that, <laughs> yeah. that's what it became. It, didn't, it, wasn't, it was no longer like students working against students. It was literally all the parents sitting around. I remember we had um, two parents who were engineers um electrical engineers and they like one of them created an excel spreadsheet <laughs> that like analyzed like dots and dashes based on a code that i had created and then he can't like he solved it so quickly because he of, of the sort of the way he analyzed the code and he's like this has got to be what it's got to you know what it is by the way you screwed up one letter i'm like <laughs> okay oh man that it's was like- for your kids but thanks for playing <laughs> That's almost like um, you guys know about like the 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 code, the the cracked code thing in the the monument outside of the CIA building. What? I think it's CIA. Is it CIA? The, yeah? The, no. Is it like a test? Like if you can solve it, then no. So like you get into the CIA. This, this guy. <laughs> well, because so the, this sculptor, the sculptor was hired to do a sculpture for like the front of the the CIA building. So he did this like crazy sculpture that's just like all of these like um, letters and digits and things like that. And there's like four panels of this, and they're all a code but they're all different codes than the other panels and then they like point to something and so he put this in front of the CIA and the um, they ended up cracking like two of uh, two or three of them and he gave a hint for one of the other ones cuz people weren't like quite getting it and they still haven't solved it. Like it's been there for like twenty years. Wow. And they're like they're still working on this because they're just like fuck. What does this mean? And um, he put like a note in because some people were getting worried because like the guy that sculpted it was getting old. And he's just like he put in a thing and he's just like someone else knows. Like he he assured them he's like if I die for any reason there is another human being that knows the answer to this riddle that i've put into my sculpture and it's insane and like one of the things he had to admit like he like fucked up like a letter and since he fucked up one of the letters it like threw off the rest of the code for that that panel off so he had to like tell people he's like hey that x is actually supposed to be like a z i was one off i'm sorry and that's like how people ended up figuring out like the third panel or something like that but it's insane yeah this says he built it when the berlin wall was falling 1989. Yeah. Like that's that is that is insane. And I just find it very funny that there's a uncrackable code outside of the CIA building that they can't figure out. <laughs> well, it's like uh you know, one of the things I was listening to the other day was um uh 99% invisible story and they were talking about number stations. You guys ever heard of number stations? No idea. Uh yeah. Okay. It's I've like a radio called station. Duty Black Ops. Oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> It's like a number station that just broadcasts a specific <laughs> set of numbers over and over and over, and it changes from time to time. Um, but you literally, they're, they're literally uncrackable because unless, it's, it's a two-part cipher. So unless you have the P 
piece of paper that says this letter equates to this, you cannot crack it at all. So even to this day, like you could go to specific places and they actually took a, um, uh, a microphone out to a couple locations and then turn on the radio next to the station and just recorded what was being said. And people, you can't crack, you can't solve them. Well, what what is the the purpose of these number stations? Like, what are what? Why were they created? Be, they were created back during like apparently the Cold War era, um, and they were created to communicate to both uh, Soviet and American and other country spies. Mm-hmm. Because what they would do is essentially give them a single day cipher um, uh, translation piece. It was like a piece of paper, and it just basically gave them the the solution in order to solve what was coming out of the the radio station. And then mm-hmm. they just broadcast freely over over any network, just whatever the whatever the numbers were. And then when they had that piece of paper, they could solve what was coming from the number station. But the cool thing about it is that paper expires after one day, or after a set number of hours, or after you know whatever the time frame is. And then, so unless you you have that piece of paper within that hour, you can only solve that one item. Once that time is up, you're back to to zero. You have no no clue. I- I don't see why none of these uh, number stations are part of ARGs. This sounds like a perfect ARG thing right there. Well, it's just like, that's like also the like, um, those kind of fall into small, what do they call those small radios? Oh, like ham radios? Yeah, ham radio. That's kind of like that ham radio world too, because people just kind of tune in and they're all trying to solve together. But it's different. It's different because they're not, there's not somebody in the other end that's created some ARG for people to solve. It's like legitimate just information that is kind of unshareable that is that is super cool you kind of like make me really happy alex that you think that my assassins game was that good <laughs> like you i thought for a long time that it was just okay i'm glad someone else has you at least, should at least a minor level of appreciation for it you should do a, a one for everyone that's going to pax Ooh. <laughs> I was hoping you would just say all of us because I'd have an instant advantage. <laughs> you guys are going to have to come to Arkansas to kill me. Yeah. Or we just advantage. wait till PAX. <laughs> oh, okay. You've got a shot once a year. Mm. I'll take those odds. I just, I would find that hilarious because it's like, oh, hey, Jake, I'm going to be in town. Can I come, like, hang out? Why? Why are you <laughs> bullshitting? <laughs> Jake just becomes a hermit because of a fucking game. Right. Becomes. <laughs> I heard you still have somewhat of a social life. Uh, sure. Is that why you're always on here on Saturday nights? I was going to say, I'm doing a podcast. It's <laughs> uh, pretty social. We can count yeah. it for now. Um... Let's see what else is happening. Alex, you went on vacation. Yeah. Which you haven't done in like a like a family vacation a in how long? It's been longer mm. than a fortnight, I think. Uh, my family went to Maine last year. Yeah, I but didn't. this was out of the country. I mean, we haven't been on like a vacation like that in, I don't know, forever. Like since we lived overseas and we went to Germany and stuff or to Rome or whatever. No big deal. Brush, brush. So you <laughs> were basically in a just a constant uh, semi-drunken stupor the whole time, right? I wasn't drunk. I was just tipsy all the time. Hell yeah. I don't know. We we went to Mexico to a resort, all-inclusive. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. Uh, Paradisus Playa del Carmen La Perla. <laughs> it's too long. The name? 
little Perla, because there's Paradisus, Playa de Carmen, and there's like La Esmeralda, which is like the side where kids can be, and p- families that have kids, and there's La Perla, which is adults only. What so we had no kiddos running around. It was great. Oh man, that does sound good. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything. I mean, it's all inclusive, so you just walk in, get food, drink, whatever, all the time for free. I mean, you paid thousands of dollars previous but yeah so you better be getting free shit <laughs> but i mean it's free i don't know we had a butler he was super chill uh he just was like anything we wanted for our room he would just bring us like he just bought us brought us like the first night he brought us a bottle of jack a bottle of vodka and a bottle of tequila this is like here you go have fun and take your pick like uh doing aromatherapy on our pillows one time we went on an excursion and he knew approximately what time we'd get back from our excursion, which is like we went and, and explored some underground caves and oh, that's cool. Um, went and saw the Mayan ruins and stuff like that. Got back at like three thirty, and he was like out back our place, filling up our hot tubs and putting bath salts and stuff in them, and getting us all ready for us to relax after our day of walking around. So our suites had swim out pools so you could just open up the back door and swim out into the lazy river oh that's so cool um there was a pool bar which i freaking loved pool bar wait like the swim up pool bars yeah just yeah, swim up to so the cool. pool bar and just hang out there get unlimited margaritas i was telling aaron there was one night where the pool bar was closing in like half an hour me and chad managed to drink three margaritas and a vodka cranberry before it closed Oh, like together or like separate? Separate. <laughs> okay. Like you when you when you text me that, I was like, "Holy mother!" Each of you drank three margaritas and a yep. vodka cranberry in thirty minutes. That's amazing. Yep. It was chill. I don't know. There was a spa. You could just walk in and go hang out at the spa. There was steam room, <laughs> sauna. Yeah, t- I would Fugies. just be getting fucking massages every day. Um, there was yeah, a really, really fancy restaurant, five five diamond restaurant with a. Eight, Mich- eight star Michelin chef that owned it. We had a seven oh. course meal that lasted two and a half hours. It's probably I, terrible. How on earth does one have like that many courses in a meal? They're all they're really small. small, really really small courses. Very petite, but they're all like designed around combinations of flavors and textures. And I got the wine pairing with mine, so the Resort sommelier would come out with a different wine bottle at every course and explain why they chose to pair it with this this course and what flavor notes I should be looking for and all that kind of stuff. Pretty awesome. So worth it, essentially. Yeah, I mean, it was beautiful constantly. Um, everybody there just made you feel like you were some sort of higher born person and they were all servants i, I thought you were higher born now <laughs> <laughs> was i mistaken i thought you basically just ran this podcast and Aaron they, was your bitch they have a pillow menu well then you so you can a like pillow menu yeah they have a pillow menu so you can like choose from a menu what type of pillow you'd want <laughs> that's just why would you ever eat a pillow that's disgusting now was that a pillow or a pillow you know whatever one's correct uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all I'm hearing is pillow, like things you sleep on. That's yes, correct. That. That's what, what they're talking about. What? So yeah, but these you, are like small little edible pillows. Like, 
memory yeah, like no. marshmallows. They like memory <laughs> foam or like down or like, I don't think I want to eat a memory foam pillow. I don't know. There's also <laughs> different types. They listed like what they're good for if you're a side sleeper, if you're a back sleeper. Okay. I would I would love that just because I would love someone to explain some like things to me that I always use on a daily basis and then just like, hey, this is actually really good if you have like this and I'm like, well, I never <laughs> knew. I just used it because it was here. <laughs> We just like kind of destroyed our room constantly, and it was cleaned twice a day. We just come back, and it was all perfect again. I'm like, oh gosh! Like, God damn it! I want my clothes everywhere. <laughs> they would like fold the clothes that I would throw around the room, and, like fold them and place them on the foot of my bed, and like it's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Redo the okay. bed twice a day. I want slaves. <laughs> I mean, butlers. And okay, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> There, there. You are always within like thirty feet of a bar, though. So that sounds anytime, like Vegas. Yeah, anytime you wanted anything, except for all the drinks were free. So you just yeah, that sounds not like Vegas. Like, <laughs> okay, so like, uh, you're talking about pillows or pillows or have you pronounced them? Yeah. And memory foam reminded me. I was doing some research on the Sweet Home. Has anybody ever used the Sweet Home or the oh, yeah. wire cutter? Okay. Freaking love those guys. They do so much research. Anyway. I was reading about the best foam mattresses you can buy online because they did research on like the Caspers and the gajillion other mattresses that there are um, that give you like 100 days. Anyways, I'm reading through one of these articles and I get towards the bottom and it's going through like flaws but not deal breakers of these mattresses. (laughs) There's this paragraph I was reading out loud. Janae and I were talking to you. It says, another potential drawback to any foam mattress is the potential damper it can place on certain kinds of sexual activity. The short version... These mattresses are quieter and often more comfortable, but they lack the spring-powered bounce that some people want. And sinking into them means that moving and changing position takes a lot more effort. True. I just really appreciated that they decided to put that in there, even though that's like just an odd, you know, interesting comment to make about a mattress. I guess it makes sense, but it's just kind of funny reading through. I'm like, yeah, these guys actually did their research. They were let's, thorough with their research. Let's all have sex on these mattresses and see how good they perform. <laughs> what else do you do on mattresses, man? You sleep, sleep on <laughs> squares. I just sleep on my office yes, chair. Mattresses are squares most of the time. Rectangles. They're rectangles. Unless you've got a really <laughs> California, California king. A really weird mattress. That's how you're supposed to do it right there. You have a California king, Owen? I have a regular king. Why do oh, you have, you a, king, have a regular king? Yeah. What can you possibly do? You just you're just over there just like starfishing all the time and just like rotating in your bed. Let me please point out for one second how hard it is to find an apartment that I am able to put a king sized bed in. Yeah, what the heck? It is difficult. But goddamn is it worth it? Because I can just, like, spread the fuck out, and then whatever girl I have over that night can just spread the fuck out, and everything's good. (laughs) Valid. I guess. Uh, Anybody else? New stuff? Interesting stuff? I bought my first pair of boots today. That's not interesting okay, or new. Great. <laughs> cool. <I> just, <laughs> wow. That's as interesting as I got. Okay. I bought it's been boots. a real they were cool. It's been a wonderful week, hasn't it, Owen? It's been slow. 
And Apparently, I'm... you're excited about the new pair of boots that you bought. Yeah, they're fucking Red Wings, man. These things are awesome. How often do you use Red Wings, Owen? What is it with boots lately? Is it like a new thing? It's like my coworkers are all going nuts yeah. about boots, too. Yeah, it's like a fashion thing. It's not thing. a new thing. Boots have been around <laughs> forever. Can like, confirm. The, the fact that people are like going crazy about boots, though. I don't know. People have also been weird Everybody, forever. Everybody's <laughs> at work is like talking about their boot game, and everybody's like on Amazon looking at boots. Oh my god! I'm like, what's wrong guys, with your work? Don't you what know what you guys do? Okay. They're like, oh, I'm about to up my boot game. Look at the... these boots. Look at them. Interesting. See, my work, we just sit there and talk about who the best superhero is, or no. At no, Alex's I, work, I, they I work sit around and talk what about the whether the the Earth is round, like spherical, <laughs> yeah. or mm-hmm. flat, like as in a quarter. Did someone say they actually do work when they go to work? What the yeah. fuck, man? What? I like work all day. That's what, what? I do. What are you doing? This is you the crazy beauty of people? working in radio. You just sit there and uh. you just talk about whatever the fuck you want. I, I say that, but I'm also developing in Unity for VR. So oh, I don't know how much man. work struggles that qualifies real. as. Oh, the struggle. How <laughs> ridiculous, by the way. That just sounds so... like Okay. For anybody that I've told what you're doing, essentially, just general idea. I'm like, yeah, he works for a government contractor and they're working on... Uh, you know how to use AR and VR in in airport and other environments, mm-hmm. and they look at me and they're like, "You got to be kidding me! <laughs> this must be someone who's like, okay, I got a department to myself, and I have a budget. What I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna buy an HTC Vive, and then probably a <laughs> pair of Google glasses, and then maybe anything else I want." <laughs> yeah, pretty when much. I see like we've we've talked about it because we've discussed the validity and how cool that is to use, you know. Uh, AR walking through an airport, kind of looking at different devices and stuff like that. But for them, it's just funny to to tell that to people, and then they look at me like, "Yeah, your brother doesn't do anything. He's just <laughs> screwing around. Probably, Probably just designing than... video games, one per day, because it's so I easy." <laughs> Wait, he works what more than you that, do. Alex? Probably works more than I do. That's what I'm saying. You play Dota during <laughs> the day, don't you? No. You used to I play used Dota to, during I, the day. I mean, there was like three month period where I had. A contract job where literally they were paying us because they had to have somebody there, even though most of the time there was no work to do. So, Sounds like my job, which is why I play Hearthstone all day. <laughs> yeah, so I was watching Netflix and playing Dota at work. Wow. Wow. I actually have Steam open all the time, but that's required, <laughs> and I don't actually get to use it for things I want to use it for. <laughs> oh, man, that's even worse. Uh, uh, it's I like know, teasing right? you all the time. I know. And your boss is over there. He's just constantly playing Steam games in VR. And he's like, "No, I'm testing the limits. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. I'm testing the limits. Don't don't oh. come bother me while I'm in the middle of stuff. Okay? Especially if the doors locked. If I need you, I'll call you. I'll page you. I'll have you come over and grab a controller. But for now, I'm good. Okay? Go back to work. I sit there a lot of times. What's funny is uh, there was one time when I was on vacation when my parents called the room. And it rang, and then I hovered my hand over the phone, and I waited for it to ring again. And then I picked it up. And Chad looked at me, and he was like, why did you not just pick it up? Why did you wait for it to ring again? First of all, it's like 6 a.m., so it's like also annoying. And I was like, I didn't really think about it, but it's probably subconscious from work, because the phone will ring, and it's ringing for everybody in the office. And I'm like... 
hover my hand over it. I'm like, is anybody else going to get this? Or am I going to wow. be forced to pick this up? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I, I will say, when I used to work in a call center, I would do that all the time. I would just, like, keep letting it ring, and I would just, like, make eye contact with other people at work. <laughs> and they're, like, pick looking up, at me, and it's like, who's going to click yes on this? And I'm just like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, Who's going to get do this? It. Do they keep track of, like, how many tickets you, yeah. like, successfully Yeah. Get done. Yeah, we have we have numbers and stuff, but we don't have like SLAs <laughs> or. Um, gotcha. We don't have like a number we're supposed to achieve anymore. Right. right. What's an SLA? Because all I know is spell like ability, and that's probably <laughs> not what you're talking about. Service level agreement, like a cool. contract you have with the <laughs> customer you had that the, you have to really do did. so many things. If you had the list of TLAs and XTLAs that are known, you would know this, Jake. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I, I don't Jake. have that. Caleb probably has it. He could send it I to you. I don't have it. You don't have that? Have, I don't Damn. have just a random list of acronyms. No. What? No. Why do we even keep him around? I thought he was I don't the know. keeper. <laughs> so this was it. But apparently... Acronym guy. Although I'm pissed right now because one of my coworkers took it upon himself to redo the email schedule. And then like put me for an extra hour on Wednesday because our intern isn't on Wednesday. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's because your numbers were so much lower than everybody else. And I was like, what? There's no way. So I went and looked at the numbers myself. <laughs> Guess what? I'm like about the same as everybody else, okay? What There's no way I'm less mean? than everybody. If you're like a little less than everyone else, but you're about the same? Is no, the like same I'm thing? higher than other people and lower than other people. Like I'm in the middle-ish. And there's only one person that's significantly higher than everybody else, but that's because they're on a project that makes them produce a lot of tickets for no apparent reason whatsoever. They're just general overachievers. They're like investigating Active Directory accounts, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. But what they get a ticket mean? for every. They have to like go look at the account, see if it's being used, like see oh. if it's if it's like a dead account that should be removed. Which I don't really see a reason for it to be removed. It's got to be the most boring freaking job. Yeah, I was, this sounds fucking fascinating. I'm glad, for our I'm glad somebody else is doing it, but still. If I was going to have one job of anybody that you've ever met at the airport, it would be that one guy who's just in CAD all day, just turning on and off layers of planes <laughs> to see if they fit at gates. That guy. I feel like he oh, just man. sits in his office and he's just like, oh, oh yeah, oh, 767 at gate A4. Let me check. Click, click, mm, click, click. Tight fit. Yeah, we're good. We're good. When I was fixing it, I didn't, when I told you about it, he was like, yeah, we got this new plane that's supposed to be you know, at a gate. But we don't know where we can put it. There's no space. So I'm just over here in CAD, rearranging some stuff, see if we can move some planes around. <laughs> see if we can't get it some space. He's like turning layers on and off and stuff, showing me. I'm like, this is freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, is it? <laughs> I don't like. Why don't they just take the plane or the measurements of the plane and just go? Can it fit here? And then just or hire like, somebody to write a freaking program that just tells you what'll fit where. I mean, you know it can't be that difficult. Do? They should create a VR program where you can like drag the planes in 3D space. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Three that way you space. can actually visualize oh. whether or not it fits. That's so necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Next, you're going to tell me they're going to make some VR program that'll make it just like, oh, hey, here's how to do radio. Press button, start talking. <laughs> Ta da! But yeah, every every day I go to work, my boss has a new thing about, hey, this is the reason why the world's flat. <laughs> what? Every time and I hear I'm this, like, I'm just, yeah. why? <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a flat earther. And, uh, oh, man. Know. 
How old does he think the Wait, Earth is, dare I ask? Can, can, I, can I ask you guys something about, about the it's Earth? It's round, and... Owen, before no, 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 you even on. ask. <laughs> I, I just want to back this up for a second, because cause I realized this, and I'm sure there's a logical reason, and someone can explain this to me, but I thought about this for a second. So, we all know Atlas, right? The guy, Atlas, the, the Greek god, Greek, he's Greek, right? Greek god? Atlas? Sure. That, like, wow, sounds like you world. really know him. I mean, okay. We all do, but... <laughs> Alright, but... Every, like, depiction of him is him holding the world, and the world is, like, a giant sphere. And then, at some point in time, people were just like, nah, it's flat, and then ran with that for a couple hundred years until Christopher Columbus was like, nah, bitch is round. Like, I'm, I'm very confused how we went from, like, hey, it's round, to no, it's flat, to hey, no, it's actually round again. My favorite, Alex, maybe you should explain the thing about the plane flights and the, f- like, direct line of travel thing uh because he tried showing me he tried showing me like from the flight from hong kong to la Mm -hmm. and how they had to have an emergency landing at some point and they ended up landing in some islands off the coast of uh alaska which means you would have flown like up to the top like towards the top of the globe and then back down towards la Mm -hmm. like that's the flight path it has and that that if you do it mathematically or if you do it with some sort of tool that will show you the shortest point to point on a sphere is actually like the shortest route. Yeah. But it looks like it's curved, which it looks like it wouldn't be when you're just looking at it on like a projection map or if you're looking at it on a globe, it still looks kind of weird. But didn't he have like a flat version of the map and he showed you what like everything was exact? Yeah, a flat version of the map and it was just like a straight line from hong kong to la and it went straight past alaska and i'm like all right that's cool like all flight paths would be straight i think on a flat map and what was the thing about the south pole oh the south pole because the the flat map that he believes in is the north pole is the center and the south pole is like a ring of uh, ice ring wall that's around the edge of the planet (laughs) does he assume like white walkers are gonna fucking take us over like the hell And then the the sky is a dome. It's the firmament that the lights are inside of the like the crust of the dome. This is a really large version of Truman Show, essentially. Uh, or or yeah. like, are we on like the fucking Hunger Games and like what? The, the sun does like some sort of weird spiral thing, and that's how it, we have seasons and moon phases. I just don't are... understand how we have ships in space. That are actively taking oh, pictures fake, dude. <laughs> yeah. of the world. It's all CG. <laughs> no. Look at all these NASA videos with like astronauts wearing Freemason rings and pictures of <sighs> he oh voted my for God, space shuttle. He? Please tell me he brings Freemasons <laughs> into the conversation. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, dude, okay. So random, random side note. So my grandfather, like three four months ago i think it was passed away and then like nobody knew that he was a freemason so the freemasons show up to his viewing to do like their thing because he's a freemason what the heck and and, like like my dad and all of his kids no one knew that he was a freemason and they're like no he's actually like one of the biggest freemasons in illinois and we're just like i'm sorry what (laughs) what and they're like yeah no like he does all of this stuff for us he was like really awesome and active and we're just like 
you're telling me my grandfather was a Freemason and just like no one in the family knew until he died? And they're like, yeah. And we're just like, wow. Anyone else think this is weird? Just me? <laughs> like Illuminati level shit going on possibly right now? For real. That's actually pretty cool. I mean, it was cool. Like the little ceremony they did for him was really neat. But I was just one of those things that, like, we we're just like looking at this, and everyone just like when they came into the room, like everyone started looking at each other, going, "What the fuck is going on?" And I'm just like, "Dude, my grandpa just got super awesome in death." <laughs> and then they mentioned the fact, like, he became a Freemason in Germany when he was there for World War II, and I was just like, "Okay, this is super amounts of Illuminati level bullshit." <laughs> and if you're, you know either Illuminati or a Freemason and listen to this podcast, hi, don't kill me. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> maybe, it's an, maybe it's an Illuminati member who's working for EA and they're listening <laughs> to this podcast. That would make <laughs> sense. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it? We I don't mean, know wouldn't who it? actually listens to this podcast. That's why I'm saying maybe it is. Who knows? Like, shit, Obama might be listening. In which case, hey, what's up? You did a great job. <laughs> I don't think Obama's Obama. listening. I yeah. probably Stop not. I don't think he listens to this. I, probably not, but I can just dream. Obama. <laughs> Obama. What's up, Obama? They keep coming out with these every year. I see these that are like, here's what the president looked like when he took office. And here's what he looked like when he left office. And like, obviously, they look way worse for wear. Yep. And every time I think, I'm sure people are just like super wowed by that. And I'm like, he's freaking eight years older. Of course he looks worse for wear. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time you took a photo of a person and then eight years later took a photo of a person again and you were like, wow, they look way younger. Never! It doesn't happen! I, I just want to see what like <laughs> orange skeleton that Trump looks like in four to eight years. Hopefully just four. <laughs> I guarantee you I can go on Facebook and find a picture of Janae from eight years ago. Okay. And She's look a vampire, Exactly dude. like she looks She's right now. She's literally <laughs> a vampire. Even though I'm the one with the teeth, I'm pretty sure she's the one with the blood. I mean, she just, like, does not age at all. It's amazing. Oh, Sven turned one. Sven turned one. <laughs> we were just one talking old, man. about that. We were. A little Shibe, a little one-year-old. Does he look younger now than when he was? Actually, yeah, I took zero. a photo eight years ago. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. How's he his great-grandparents. Hmm. <laughs> It looks so pretty he good, look actually. He doesn't look worse for wear. Wow. Honestly, he was—he wasn't even really a thought of a thought of a thought at that time. Man. And now he's an actual thing. He's a dog, you know. So definitely not worse for wear. Dogs are the best. Anything else? Anybody? Uh, the, wonderful. Um, no one else. Perfect. Wow. All right. So, <laughs> go ahead. I go. see how it is. Go ahead, Caleb. Oh, uh, the um, stop playing see, games. You lost me now. I lost. Stop it now. playing, Isaac. Yeah, come on. I'm man. not playing, Isaac. You have been. I'm not. You so. were. Yeah, a long time ago. The series of unfortunate events series just came out on oh, Netflix. Has anyone actually been watching that? I've watched the first episode. It seems pretty decent so far. Neil Patrick Harris seems like he's doing a good job. He's funny. Oh, he always does he's a good doing job. A good job. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. surprising. But it seems good so far. And I saw Paige watched it, and she loved it. Well, that's not surprising either, yes. though. No offense not, to Paige, if you're yeah. listening, Paige. Speaking of, of, of shows and stuff, uh, anyone watching Sherlock? Just me? Yeah. 
I yeah. haven't watched the second episode yet. Okay. I watched uh, the first one. You need to watch the second I haven't the watched the first one, one either. Because it goes from okay to holy shit yeah. in about two seconds. Oh, man. That second episode makes the season. And yeah. I honestly... The, I think this is just the thing that they keep doing as, like, all seasons. But am I all, the one that always sees, like, the first episode of every season is super weak? And then the second episode of every season is just amazing? Or is anyone else think that? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't either. Like the the seasons kind of run together for me. Yeah, because I, they're because they're so good, not because they're just. I mean, they just are super well done. I also didn't realize that the uh, person that is uh, that plays um, Mycroft is also the director for all of it. Oh, is oh he really? Cool? Yeah, he's like the guy that's like writes half the script and directs it. And I was like, oh, that's I. Of course, I don't know why I like didn't think of that that you were in this but yes there there you are so he's he's one of the guys in it so i was like oh that makes sense there are a lot of people who are saying that 27 is or 2017 is the year of television which blows my mind considering how many good shows have come out within really the last two years well why do they like what are they saying is going to be so awesome that'll blow that away like tv wise it's just like the combination of like a, there are so many new series coming out on um, pay-to-watch online services now that are so well done and just absolutely have been blowing network TV out of the water for long enough now that network TV has had to up their game. Uh, and then just also the fact that they're continuing to get viewership, so they're also getting all these additional shows and pulling them on, you know, between Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO, Hulu. I'm sure there's a couple others as well, but... Like that's where all the shows I watch anymore. I don't watch anything on it on yeah network television. I can't I, even think of a show. Like, I can't even think of the last show that I watched on network TV that I didn't thing, make fun of, like the CW shows. The last thing that I watched was uh, I watch um Agents of Shield, but other than that, everything is on you know as you said Hulu, Netflix, any of that stuff. I mean, I know that Netflix is going to be knocking it out of the park strictly just with all of the Marvel stuff that they're going to be dropping this year. like Yeah, getting, they do have a lot. You're getting Punisher, Defenders, and uh, Iron Fist. Like, you're going to get three awesome seasons of Marvel stuff in just one year. Like, that alone is going to be awesome for Netflix. Let alone, what, Stranger Things Season 2? Yeah, I mean... There's a new Star Trek coming out. There's... I mean... There are so many TV shows coming out. Okay, uh, the OA just came out on Netflix, which is apparently has super good reviews. Um, there is uh, the next season of um, uh, the show I'm watching right now. I cannot think of it. The Man in the High Castle just came out, which if none of you have watched that show, I hear you, it's good. You need to watch that show. I just I don't know. They just a lot like a lot of people are saying, hey, this is going to be the year of television, 2017. I guess what we'll to see. Also, they're they are um, reviving Prison Break. Anybody ever watch that? What? Yeah, it's going to continue after the fourth season from the original Prison Break. I only watched like uh, the start of that show. You really only need to watch season one, season two, I three, and four. Like, like we're really continuing a show that doesn't need continued. Yeah, I feel like they should have broke out of prison. And did they, did it really take over. them that long to break out of prison? A season? Yeah. Like one season. Yep. 
So they should have gone with different characters and had like a different prison break. Oh yeah, I was gonna say what happened if they already broke out of prison? Why the hell do we care? Prison break, the after story. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say it's like you broke out of prison. Okay, that's that's what we were. That's what we wanted to watch. That's it. We'll see. There's been a lot of good TV on so far, but I don't know. I've just been watching reruns of Himian. Um, anybody else? Other things before we hop off here? Wow, no, I think we're good. Apparently we're good. not. Apparently, we've not. only okay. been going for like ten hours now. So yeah, yeah. It's it's hasn't been ten hours yet. Thing. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I timed it. Did you? I was <laughs> younger when this started. <laughs> was it like a before I'm an old after man. photo? I am worse <laughs> for wear. You're worse for wear. Okay. Uh, uh, well, you can check out everything else that we have posted. We're actually going to be doing a new Humble Monthly Bundle, Rumble, Fundle, Bundle. I do uh, uh, too many, honestly, every time. Yeah. Uh, on our website. Um, Probably going to be a little late this week or oh this gosh. month. Sorry. Typical for Caleb. Whoa. Um, this classic Caleb. Thank you. Classic and your fault. <laughs> this, is, Caleb. this is you and Alex here. <laughs> this Come is not now. me. I've been prepared. Aren't I you going to be things. gone for a week? He wanted to do uh, it today, We've though. had plenty of time to do well, it up sure, until now. Sure, but Alex hasn't been here. Oh, my Screw God. We should guy. cut all this arguing. <laughs> <laughs> we need to look unified for so much stuff. All 10 people listening. Shut up. Hate to see we have more than we'll 10 get listeners. The point is, check the website, wearethehorizon.com. You can see the other things we've done from uh, some of the other walkthrough videos we've done, playthrough videos, I mean. Uh, also, the Humble Monthly Fundle. Bundle. Um, we are going to be putting out a new month, hopefully in two weeks when Caleb decides to get it done. And Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's not me. Goodness. Oh, man. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This week's podcast was produced by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Caleb Juno, Jake John Federkyle, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amair, A-M-A-I-R. We love using his music. It sounds so good every time. Please go check him out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amair, A-M-A-I-R. Last but not least, this week's podcast was brought to you by Reclaim Industrial a small but amazing shop of makers, fabricators, designers based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check them out at www.reclaimindustrial.com or on Instagram. You can also check out our website at www.wearethorizon.com. We update that content all the time. So take a look and have a Merry Christmas. Until next time, this has been The Forecast. <laughs>